Hi, my name is Pastor Amy Little, and I serve as the General Secretary for the North American Lutheran Church. Today is Maundy Thursday, April 6, 2023. A reading from Psalm 126. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negev. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. The word of the Lord. Maundy Thursday is one of my favorite days to worship in the whole church year. The focus on the Last Supper with the foot washing always stirs my heart to thankfulness. The final action of the evening, the stripping of the altar, that signifies the last hours of Jesus' earthly life, how he was beaten and stripped of his clothes while experiencing the depth of human despair, brings me to great sorrow. The whole range of emotions are evoked during the mandatum service that takes its name from Jesus' commandment to the disciples to love each other as he has loved them. We worship on this night knowing that death is lurking, but that Sunday is coming. We experience the destruction of the Savior, but we know the end of the story too. We are not left hopeless. We trust in the one who broke the bonds of death and freed us from all that holds us captive. American novelist David Foster Wallace once said in a graduation commencement, there is no such thing as not worshiping. Everybody worships. The question is, what or who do we worship? Do we worship someone or something that cannot give life, such as money, power, beauty, or success? Do we worship our own abilities and independence, or even our own bodies? Wallace points out that often the thing we worship is done rather unconsciously. We're not fully aware that we are engaging in some sort of worship. The reality is that all of these things leave us worse off more empty, more dejected, more ashamed, feeling more worthless. There is only one who is real and true and life-giving. When we worship the Savior of the world, we find our worth. We are filled with joy and we come to understand that we are not living for ourselves. Our worship during this Holy Week draws us back into the very reason why we worship Christ Jesus. Our Lord is the only one who can break us out of our captivity to sin, death, and idolatry. Our Lord Jesus is the one who restores our lives so that we have a future we can look forward to. His love for us grants us joy and laughter, and we come to recognize what the psalmist said. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. On this Maundy Thursday, 
Good Friday, and even Holy Saturday, when we sit and wait for the promised resurrection, we come to understand the ways in which we sow in tears, but we'll soon reap with shouts of joy. God has done this for us through his precious Son, who, as St. Paul wrote about long ago, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. We are restored and have been given a new life in the one who went to the cross for our sake. We will feel the sorrow of this holy night, as well as the pain of Good Friday, but we will not be left there. We who go out weeping shall come home with shouts of joy. Will you pray with me? Lord God, call your children to worship you in truth and great devotion. Let us not wander away from your presence in our lives, but rather help us to trust your saving grace that brings us from weeping to joy. On this holy night, May we dwell in the beauty of Christ's love for us, and may our hearts draw closer to you. We pray this through Christ our Lord.